Hello. Welcome to our first podcast. <laughs> This is sad. Oh, is it recording? Yes, yes, it is. Make your voices like professional. I don't know why I did it. Like I have a tie or something. Okay. So, my first question to you guys is: I have a lot of questions. I like plan this out. So, what did you guys think about it? Just general thoughts, like the yellow wallpaper by. I don't know how to say a name. I'm not. It went from zero to a hundred in less than a sentence, and it kind of disturbed me. It made right? me sad. Made me sad. sad rather than disturbed, especially her. How it like she was like I cry endlessly for days without reason. Like I felt for her. I felt for. It was just sad. But okay. again, at the end, you know. That's like what you got main out of it. Like after reading the story, how did you feel? Well, icky. you know, icky. <laughs> Weird. Zero to hundred, real quick. I agree, but I like that idea. Like a, a so even if it was a bit boring in the beginning, I'm like, where is this going? She's kind of boring, talking about the wallpaper a lot. I don't really care. But then, oh, <laughs> but then I forgot about the whole boring bit because of the end. What is it? What's it called? Like the descriptions of everything were so detailed that I could actually like. ड Uh, one second. I'm looking for the. What what did I call I read it? Things. You don't read things usually. I don't read usually, but I'm getting I'm getting there. So I mean, yeah, you. I kind of force you into it. Yeah. Voluntarily force. Voluntarily force. Yes. Uh, I forgot what. Wait, what was it called? It was written during. So. Our um, Cedric over here knows a lot of facts about the history, right? So, uh, yellow wallpaper. Did he mute himself? Why did he mute himself? Because I'm eating, and I don't want to disturb you all. Don't worry, no, I'm not looking. I am a mukbang. So it's written by Charlotte Perkins, uh, Gilman, published in eighteen ninety two in the New England. So eighteen ninety two, England, a woman. But but for some reason, it's regarded as an important early work of American feminist literature. So New England was like America that time. Oh, I should have known. I feel like kind of, kind of dumb for not knowing. Okay, you're you're like dark. Oh no, I had to go because um, uh, I was searching up. So this is an iPad. If I switch tabs, you can't see me anymore. Ah. Uh, yeah. Let me see if I got this right. So essentially, there was a woman trapped in the wallpaper. Oh yeah, summary. I forgot about that. Yeah, but in the end. 
it was her or it become or she become a cycle or what? One second. So what I got out of it was that symbolically, she had a mental illness, right? What happened? Let me just summarize. In the beginning, we are introduced to a narrator who, a name, nameless narrator, because we don't know what her name is, right? The narrators. So we don't know who the narrator is, but we are looking at, she's writing these diary entries and secretly because for her, according to her husband in 1892 at that time, there was, she was sick. Maybe now we know that she has some sort of like post, what do you think, postpartum depression or psychosis? That's what people diagnose. Yeah. Do you know what that is? Post-birth. Yeah. So that's what people now, like academics think that that's what her problem was. So she's married to this person, this really like rich physician who is treating her also while being the husband first of all that's always a bad idea like you're not supposed to treat your own family members and different times though yeah exactly just like seeing how things have changed since then the second part was that the way the her treatment was working is that she had no like she couldn't hold a pencil she couldn't talk to a lot of people just nothing that could use her mind up she kind of just has nothing to do. Sit down blankly, let time just flow away. Can you imagine just Talk sitting down? Papers. Yeah, it's like being quarantined right now. So I don't think the author's intent was to drive people crazy because of the way she wrote and stuff, but to save them from being driven crazy, you know? So if you see these signs that someone's controlling you and it's not helping you, clearly... It's to save people from being driven crazy. You know, take control over one's life. The narrator has zero control over her life. She can't, like, go on walks. She can't... She can't even spend time with her baby. She can't... She isn't allowed to write or leave her house or meet her friends. Can you imagine? It's like... I mean, that's even worse, right? Not having any friends at that time. Because they were, like, so dependent about family oriented and that she has like this baby and a new responsibility that's how maybe the postpartum depression came about so let's think about how the narrator speaks you know the way she describes everything really flowerly and really detailed and kind of annoying it's like a slow transition into her into I mean, yeah, exactly. The end was, was, it escalated really quickly. It went from zero to everything. Mm-hmm. That's. I'm going to finish that in her madness that we got to see with this break. I, I want to like go back to the whole why she wrote the way she wrote the author from her perspective. And why, like, the narrator was writing in such flowery language. Like, it's a yellow wallpaper. Why was she describing it, like, so... She wrote, like, pages on it and, like, a whole thesis paper. It's because, it's, it's because you said it. I mean, there's nothing else to do, so... Perfect. Spot well. on. Yes, because she has nothing else to do. But, like, look at inane things such as 
like the wallpaper and write about it and not only the wallpaper she talks about like everything like that like the view from a window or like you know small things like that she's trying to find meaning in her very limited life she gives objects a personalized meaning like the chair that she says as a friend yeah i was also thinking like this cure her cure so called cure is called the rest cure and the, how do you think it has affected her like she already has this illness she already has this diagnosis so do you think the rest cure maybe would have helped someone else do you think in any scenario it could have been like beneficial or scientific you can I hear my mom really screaming <laughs> No, I don't particularly think it could help. But it obviously depends on what it is. But for the most part, just isolation and being by yourself and not being able to do anything and being controlled and restricted doesn't do much. It exacerbated. Well, we are still talking about the 1800s. Yeah, it, it exacerbated her. No, but like the author knew. The author knew that this was still not effective. it like exacerbated her exacerbated exacerbated her illness to drove her even more mad because look she already has depression but taking away everything meaningful in her life is just forcing her to think about it even more and focus on the meaningless things yeah like i still have like this friend who used to talk about her like issues a lot and like if you talk about your issues all the time wouldn't it like affect you more but then the opposite of that would be just to not talk about it and let it like kill you and like you know yeah so that it could be like the therapeutic too you know to mm-hmm. an extent to an extent like as long as you aren't like extent, yeah. as long as you aren't making the other person feel negative now spreading your own mhm um so was it a hallucination Yes, so the end, yes, I was summarizing it. So in the end she kept thinking she that the smell everything. I think the yellow wallpaper there could be two or three things. It could be symbolic for all the women captive cuz you know how she was like before she leaves she wants to get the women inside who stuck in the yellow wallpaper out. Why do you think that is? Why does she care? Is she just altruistic like that? Or is there like a I deep... think it's a Sorry, I think it's a um I think it's like a cycle of women repeated like what you were mentioning on I think it's a cycle of women repeatedly feeling trapped. And you see it could also be like about how oh my god. <laughs> I'll have to explain that in the book. <laughs> yeah, how do you explain that? Um no one's listening, but anyways, so I think it was But as you know, back in the 18th century, women couldn't do much. Still, women can't. You know, obviously, women are more free nowadays. But women could do much less, and they were in the sense trapped in their houses the whole time because they had to take care of the house, they had to do things, they're not allowed to be employed. You know, all, all those types, all those types of things. So I think this also resonates with that aspect of it. And yeah, I think it's a cycle of women just feeling trapped. I mean, yeah, that's what I think. I'm not sure. Yeah, no, I like that. I was just thinking I was a filter What do you think the theme of the story is? Cedric you answer. Cedric 
Cedric. Theme. Is it awkward for the listeners of the podcast? <laughs> He's just kind of like feeling awkward. There. So, moving on. Yeah, I'm for that. Whoa. Theme. I, uh, yeah, okay. The theme of the... You know, it is an extract, so it's hard to tell. It's only an extract. It said it was page 622, or was it like a collection of short stories? Yeah, that's the whole story. Okay. You know, the thing is, it's hard to decide a theme if you are left with so many questions about what was the story actually about. I mean, honestly, when you really think about it, the plot summary is so boring. It goes, woman stares at a wall, it's dull. That's all. Woman stares at a wall, goes crazy. Like you said, it is is feminist literature and you start seeing it when you think about it. But, I mean, you don't really notice it while you're reading the story. It doesn't really turn out to be... That is interesting. While you're reading it. That is interesting because that would be from your perspective, right? Because no, 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 no. I'm not saying it in a bad way. Like that's good. That's good because you couldn't put that relatable context to it, you know? Because Sana, when you read it, what did you see? Because you felt bad. You you felt sad. Yeah, I felt for her. Yeah. Because those are like, you know. Do you know the thing about how women's healthcare problems aren't taken seriously? Especially for black women in America, it's the whole thing. Or, or like, and there's the idea that they're not sick or they're not unwell and that people are hesitant to treat them. Or the whole autism thing. You know how, like, women compared to men, like, girls compared to boys will find out much later that they are autistic because, A, they're very good at hiding it and, like, just mimicking the society, the general public. That's why. And... B, because, like, parents don't really care. Different symptoms. People have only studied boys' symptoms. Yeah. Instead of girls. And also, what, what else was I going to say? Um, I think, I don't think it's the theme, per se, but I think it's a good point about how people trying to help can often make it worse. But not, not saying don't get help. But, you know, misguided help can be very detrimental, basically. Yeah, definitely. Like, mental illness is serious. You need, like, proper studying on it. It can just, like, drive someone to, like, the crazy end that happened. Um, I want to talk about, like, I think, for me, the theme was... It was loss of control over your own life. Zero control. Her husband did... Yeah, imagine just complete having to completely trust one person. Like, even if you love them or something... But them giving you, like, shady medicines and you have to wake up and eat that and then you have to, like, do whatever they're saying because they think they know I mean, what they're doing. he wanted to do it for her instead yeah. of against her. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, yeah, by the way, about that, I want to, like, what do you think? Do you think he, like, John, was that his name? Do you think John, like, cared for her? Of course. Right? I thought he Otherwise, did. Otherwise, you wouldn't stay with her. Well, that's on truth. Like, at that time, they didn't really have a choice. But I I think he did. Because in the end, remember how, like, he was concerned? However, yeah. I don't think he cared for her in, like, the way it, which is acceptable right now. 
It was more like he even spoke like she was a child a lot. That's not really what I was just about to say. Like she has a mental illness. No, but that doesn't. You still don't talk to someone like a child if they have a mental illness. She has both. No, no, no but in that time, it's eighteen ninety. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Look, eighteen ninety or not, we're discussing like in general in the story, and obviously the author who wrote it at that time thought it was concerning. No, but I think like I completely forgot. I was gonna say, give me one second. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, no, I forgot again. Wow. Okay, give me a second while I find. Oh, I also want to talk about eighteen eighty two's expectations of marriage. You know how she says, "Well, John laughs at the way I see the world." So John laughs at the wo- way she sees the world. So he kind of doesn't take her seriously, and that. And then she says, "John laughs at her, but she expects that from the concept of marriage anyway." So she's like, you know, at that time they didn't take like the woman serious, which is like, again, just reiterating myself, loss of control, having no power, just awful. It is just like a smaller picture of what women had to go through back then. Yeah. And what women in some still have to go through now. You know how people are like, if you had to go in the past, what time you'd go to? I'll go in the future, future, future. I'm like, you know where? I'm like, 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 I'm if you could get any superpower, what would you choose? I wasn't related to time traveling at all, but okay. <laughs> I want to shape shift. Okay. What it's about you, Telekinesis. Really? You see, no one says, no one says the ability to manipulate probability. Because what the hell is that? If you could say, if you could say, what is the chance that I wake up as a billionaire tomorrow and just say it's a hundred because you can manipulate the probability and that would also make it possible for you to get the other. Look, I don't know what's good for me. I don't know what I want. For a case like this, I would need to know exactly what I want. You know, I, I don't know what I want. What I do to prep myself for the next day is always imagine the worst possible scenario. And everything's better than that. I know, this is really morbid. My So, like, in my old school, we had to go to, like, get psychological evaluation. And I answered this, and she was a bit like, that's concerning. Because <laughs> it builds negativity. But I'm like, everything... But it makes me happy. Like, small things make me happy then. Yeah, and, you know, it's, it's shift. That's a good way, like, to get mental. But there's this quote by Jennifer Lawrence, someone, I think. And it's basically, like, I never go to bed, or I try to never go to bed angry at someone, or I try to never go to bed angry at myself. Because at the end of the day, you know, yeah. tomorrow isn't promised, which sucks, but it isn't. So it's better to just not be mad at someone if you're going to bed, and you know, it's hard, but we try. No, I hope yeah. tomorrow is not promised. I, was, I don't want my English grades. <laughs> 
Keep them with your bonnet. <laughs> Especially Mr. Goggins. He's going to give me the worst feedback ever. Because my teacher was like, you guys did well. You can have, like, a nice day. Not cute. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Um, okay. There were some questions I had. Why do you think... Well, I have a short story. I have a short story. I have a short story. I have a short story that we read last year in English. No, ninth grade in English. Which I can bestow upon you guys for next week if you'd like. Or the week after. Whenever we're free. Well, you fight with Cedric on that. Who wants to take over next week? I'm sure we won't be fighting about it. <laughs> okay, moving on. What's the significance of yellow? Why not like a pink wallpaper? Like, why not this? It's beautiful. I really have no idea why it was yellow. Because yellow... Like, it smells like color. Oh, sorry, Sanjay. Oh, uh, no, no, it's okay. It's because yellow is a bright color, and it can... How do you say it? Um... It's the bright color, and it's easy to, how do you say that, destroy. As soon as you have too much dark in yellow, it becomes this dirty color, you know? And I think that's why they chose for yellow. It's because it's easy to mess up. Well, I thought yellow is supposed to be like optimism and happiness, right? Which is why it seems like a juxtaposition for her life, like situational irony. It's supposed to be happiness and optimism, but she is just depressed. And she is getting yeah. pissed that her yellow wallpaper... It's almost like it's mocking her, right? Everything in her life is dull, and then you have this bright yellow wallpaper. And it's like, she's supposed to be happy with everything she has. She has a good husband, a child, but she's still, like, not. So the yellow is a constant... Yellow was this dirty shade of yellow, it says... Dirty for her, though, right? And I think that's what, that's what you mean. It's supposed to be joyful, but instead the wallpaper is, like, darker than you would expect. So maybe it could be, like, a part of her was happier or optimistic first and slowly, slowly just ruined her. Probably. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> because it also said how the patterns and the color changed depending on the light. Oh my god, we're so smart. Mr. Goggins would be so proud. Oh, wait, so the, anyways, what about you? Because remember how I was like, oh, I feel sad for her. Oh. Um, blah, blah, blah. What do you think? I feel sad for, like, everybody in the story. Because... Yeah. I would just hate to be in a situation. Not be able to write. To, And I hate when people tell me to not do something. Like, it's fine if you tell me to do something. Like, oh, you should do this. But if they tell me not to do something, I'll get extra pissed. Because I've decided, I have taken the decision to do something. Like, don't tell me not to do it now, you know? Yeah. Like, today, I think, um, what was it? I don't remember. But, like, generally, just don't tell me what to not do. I'll get pissed. Yeah. And what's her name? Jenny? The Who? John's yeah, sister. John's sister. What's the significance yeah. of her being in it? What are the female characters representing so you know there was she was talking about um the narrator was talking about how at times when john was at home she would like talk to jenny and jenny if i got if i got this right jenny would like let her go outside and stuff yeah like sympathy from a woman's perspective because 
you know, John wouldn't let her do it, but Jenny probably understands the feeling of trapped and like no feeling trapped and having no control. She had like a female friend, you know, who understood. However, Jenny's John sister doesn't think for herself as a and is kind of like a perfect housewife ish. You know how um, she, the narrator said that she's like a housekeeper who only listens to John. So she's yeah. the kind of person that um, the narrator was supposed to be like in society. Mm-hmm. So she probably. Oh. Yeah. You know how some people but just. Did she let her go? Did she let her go out? Like, let her I don't remember. I read it quite a while ago. Uh, I was thinking... Mm, what was I saying? Yeah, you know how she doesn't have a name? The narrator. What's her name? Yeah. That's even worse. Like, that was even worse. That's yeah. an emphasis on that she doesn't have an identity. Perfect. Spot on. No, no, I'm very interested by the shape of it. I pretty much. I painted my nails, uh, my brother's nails yesterday. He did not like it. How do they look? We need to paint Cedric's nails. Paint them black. Please. Neon green with like Billy Eilish lyrics on it. I'm not that great at nail art. I suck at nail art. So do I, but we can make it work. We'll figure it out. My nails are so ugly. We're not going to talk about that. Okay, well, anyway. so yeah, where was it? Uh, treatment during well, popular scarring, mental illness in general, in during the eighteen eighty two. Eighteen eighteen hundreds. Late eighteen hundreds. What was it like? Y'all know anything about I it? Even, I don't even. Did they even have like diagnosed? Like, did they have anything? Did they know I the mean, names of stuff that they The person who was curing her, John, he was a physician. So physicians used to treat mental illness. They never, like, explicitly, like, the fact that they never explicitly called Just said, like, I'm depressed. But they never said, like, oh, post-porn depression. You know, that is interesting. Okay. Uh, also, she says someone, she says Jane in the end. Do you remember that? So she says, like, yeah. I have to get out at last in spite of you and Jane. I have got out in spite of you and Jane. Do you think Jane is referring to herself? Do you think Jane is, like, her and herself was stopping her? Maybe. This is so far-fetched, but I'm going to say it anyway. So far-fetched. And what? Maybe. Not maybe at all. This is definitely not true. <laughs> Jane is the narrator and we're hearing the story from the perspective of the woman in the walls that's what i was gonna say yes isn't it awesome now doesn't it doesn't the story become like a gazillion times better and which is why which is why she kept saying that um you have like she kept saying that i will only escape once i get the woman outside the oh maybe maybe what happened is after she pulled the wallpaper down, then she they switched. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, maybe. The woman might just be all... Of no control applied to both of them in this situation. 
so like she shifted her consciousness of like the wallpaper eh, you know maybe the wallpaper lady is who she really is you know her real self what do you think if you in in theater we are learning about our our starting point for this whole presentation is just wall that's all so what we are discovering is that we build walls and then we put ourselves in it so no one can see it and yada 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 so for her her creativity is stuck behind the wall right her pursuit of knowledge and stuff and control and individuality what do you think your like what would be stuck inside the wall for you deep thoughts <laughs> Yeah, I just think the ability to be able to formulate my own thoughts and formulate my own opinions and stuff. Or being able to express them? Yeah. Cedric? I can definitely. <laughs> I honestly don't know. I forget. The, the, the story is so... Wild. <laughs> ...built in a way that you forget it is. So many... Understand it in so many ways, you know? not answering my question <laughs> no i know because i can't i don't know how to i get that i think that would be your issue to not be able to self-express no because i don't relate i don't relate to it you have all the control in your life do you value that though do you value that i mean sure but it's hard to see something as it is if you never missed it That's true. You, like you, you understand? There's that, this, you know, if you never lost it, then you don't see how valuable it is to you. There's this Arabic yeah. proverb, 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 that goes like, uh, the best way to trap someone is to not make them feel like they're trapped. So, until you actually go out in the world, you might never know. You know, like people in North Korea, imagine that. Imagine they come out and realize... Yeah. And they have like grown up in that society, so they don't know what it's like to be free. Yeah, that's that's a good question. Do you think a North Korean that has lived he's in his entire life and his family in North Korea and then come out, do you think that they would be comfortable in the Western world? I don't think they would. It would you see because it's all about them adapting. Suddenly they have the control. They're responsible for everything suddenly. It would be quite stark. What haircut they could get. If someone tells me what haircut I could get, I would I would be thankful, not gonna lie. I'd never know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, but for them it's been like that their whole lives. Like do they like you know, you you hear you hear the stories about kids who grow up in like abused families and they don't know that it's not normal you know yeah like they don't know that that's how it's that that isn't right i like that <sighs> okay let's see this is what i thought the wallpaper thing was so she's the narrator sees many women behind the wallpaper and feels like she must save the women because a, she would be leaving herself like she wouldn't even if she escapes, a part of her would be behind the wallpaper still, stuck in that house. Because she's been so obsessed with that wallpaper, 
she has like given you know when you like get obsessed with it like parts of you okay imagine you're friends with someone for years and now you guys aren't friends anymore a part of you still remains with them or a part of them still remains with you that is what i think the yellow wallpaper had kind of become for her like a part of her she kind of left in it because she spent so much time thinking about it so she had to get rid of it in order to escape really from that house But what about the women behind the wallpaper though because it is said that it used to be a nursery so what were they doing there how did they get there what was the reason for being there Oh was it a nursery It was Really What do you mean like yes. what were they doing in the house itself Yeah what were they how did they get there because it's a nursery but unless they were teachers all teachers then what was the reason for them being there I think they just made the nursery then. It was some sort of mental institute and that the john was just oh. there. Oh. Snap. I didn't even think about it. Did I blow the the That's so off? creepy. I would hate that. Imagine if this house is just You know, I keep thinking, have you seen the Truman show? Yeah. The Truman show what happens that everyone's an actor. I keep thinking what if like I have like some serious issues or something and everyone's just playing along. Yeah, have you we have seen Shutter Island? Yeah. Some parts of it. Right. That's because I watched Boyhood. So, if you see it or not. Well, do you intend on seeing it? It's a really good movie. So, I don't know if I should spoil it or not cuz it's really cool. Do if you have to for the analysis. Have to- Say it. I have to. Okay, so you've seen Shutter Island. It's, you know, in the end, Leonardo DiCaprio is the one who's mentally ill, and he doesn't know that he is because it's like, you know, you you you've seen it, yeah. So it's, yeah, kind of like that, basically. So Cedric, sorry, I haven't seen the movie. That's the spoiler. Oh, it's okay. I was it's thinking. Really good movie. The woman's cap. Captivity, captive. I can't speak at all today. And the wallpaper is a metaphor for her. The intensity of her feeling of being captive is being portrayed on the wallpaper to such an extent that it has become a whole ass person. <laughs> She's like personified her feelings, like how you dream subconsciously and you, and like all your deep fears come out for her, but just even when her eyes are open. It's like dreaming while your eyes are open, living a nightmare when your eyes are open. Like sleep paralysis. Yeah, and the woman, because sometimes she says there's a woman, but then she's like there are many women, and they all might just be women who are captive under the patriarchal society during America at eighteen eighty two of New England. Ah, so basically, the theme I think is oppressing, oppression, and. loss of control and limiting knowledge you know not yeah. letting it to hold a pen that's like pretty pretty deep like, what am i thinking about there's like in tok you know <laughs> i hate to reference tok right now yeah mm-hmm. i was like how do you trust process that the knowledge that you perceive is right it's like you know we trust cnn's news we trust bbc we trust all those things but genuinely for all we know it could literally all be bs and we just trust it which is really weird but yeah so it's our knowledge is always fed to us from an external source so how do we know which external source to trust 
I don't know how that relates to the book, but just don't. No, I think that was good. How indeed, my friend. How indeed. Okay, let's see. So we know the conflict. We discussed who's being comforted and who's being afflicted. Who's being afflicted, by the way? Who is Gilman targeting? (laughs) I don't think so. I think she wants to make... It's a cautionary tale, don't you think? She wants people to notice what's happening around them. You know? To take back control. It's like, kind of reminds me of Bond, girl, a little bit. Do you like the character? Characters. Sort of. It's interesting, to say the least. I think if she had been alive and doing right now in this life and if she had the control over her that she does she would be a very smart woman because of her curiosity yeah, yeah. honestly if someone tells me not to write movie, yeah forest gump yeah of course yeah do you think it could be this sort of situation that she just doesn't realize what is going on that it might have far more meaning than we think it has Right about to Cedric. <laughs> she finds out. Runs away. Right. The sequels are rarely better than the original. You should make it better than the Cedric single-handedly will create a new film. Oh, please. I know you guys are obsessed with the ending, so talk to me. I just didn't understand it. I'm going to be completely honest. I mean, it... it too quickly yeah for some if sometimes when it happens so quickly you kind of have to go back like wait what she just like yeah. snapped something triggered in her what do you think triggered what you say yeah that's what i'm wondering because there wasn't like a clear because uh, at the end what did she say standing over his unconscious body or something like that that's like, repeatedly that's metal body. her husband's yeah, why was he unconscious? I just didn't get it. She's gonna beat him up, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Real- no, he fainted. He fainted seeing his wife in that. No, but she, she said, oh, but he did, and right across my path by the wall so that I have to creep over him every time. I do have to add, Cedric, you have the most boring room I've ever seen. Oh. It has zero posters. <laughs> So nice. It has uh, plain walls and plain walls. It's a very sad color as well. I have blue paint if you want to paint your wall. It's not uh, my permanent residency, so I don't really care. Okay. Even though he's been living here for two years. Okay. Um, Significance of telling it from her point. What if the story would have been told from, like, John's point of view? It would have been completely different. Right? The but... entire story is the, the story because it's told by her, by her point of view. If you were to write this story from his perspective, it should be like ten of a husband looking at his wife who was staring at a wallpaper. It'd just be like, my wife's gone crazy. Just a... Talking about how this mad woman is destroying this physician's life. And he still loves him. Yeah. I feel like it would have been a lot of gaslighting. 
Anyway. <laughs> Overall thoughts. What would you change? Would you read it again to understand it better? Would you recommend it? Do you want a movie of it? Do you want a movie of it? Wait, no, there's this, have you seen Haunting of Hill House? No, I can't see that I have. I want to, it's on Netflix, right? Yeah, but it's more sad than it's like, it really, it's just sad. You know, like, the best kind of movies. Yeah, there's an episode which kind of reminds me of this. So let me know if you watch it and then we can talk about the episode. It really reminds me of this. Okay, so should I stop this? 40 minutes, no one's reading it, all listening to it. I want to listen to it.